On today's Core Vision, I welcome on a very special guest, Coach Tommy Strine of Lamar University. Great interview with Coach Strine. We talk about his basketball career, how he got started playing basketball, and what made him get into coaching. This is a great interview. You guys are going to enjoy this one. Coach Strine is going to be a name that we're going to be hearing for a long time. He's young and got a lot of experience under his belt, and I think he's going to be taking a mid-major program or a major program to an NCAA championship one day. Here's Coach Strine. On today's Court Vision, I welcome on Coach Tommy Strine of Lamar University. Coach, how are you? I'm great. How about yourself? I'm doing really well. Uh, great win for you guys yesterday against Rice, huh? Yeah, yeah. Big win for us. You know, obviously defending our home court against another team from Texas. Um, you know, the team is, you know, bigger league and, um, you know, so, you know, I'm not going to call it an upset, but, uh, you know, some people might look at it that way, but, uh, it was good for our guys to, you know, get, get a good taste in their mouths after losing three in a row and, and you know, come in and come in and defend our home court. And, um, you know, as they say, defend the crib and, and, uh, and we did that. So that was good. That's awesome. That's great. It's nice to have a good bounce back game. And like we had spoke about off air, you got a couple, a few more weeks before uh conference play. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that's when it really, when the rubber hits the road a little bit and things start to get really serious. So, you know, a couple more games here to come more games here to fine tune some things and, and get ready to go. So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, but before, you know, we'll talk more about Lamar and their season, but, and I want to get jump into your career about, um, you know, at what age did you know basketball was your sport? Um, you know, that's kind of a hard, you know, a hard question. You know, you grew up in Indiana, you know, it's kind of basketball that, you know, is, is you know, a second religion almost, um, you know, you, you grow up and it's Indiana basketball and, and you know, you, every, every uh, driveway does have a, uh, does have a basketball hoop in it. So, um, you know, at a young age, at a young age, you know, I knew basketball is kind of a, a sport I wanted to play. Now, now I played baseball more um, growing up. Uh, my dad was a baseball player, um, you know, played in the minor leagues and, and uh, so I played baseball quite a bit. Um, but when I decided to really focus on basketball as an eighth grade, um, and that's when it was kind of like my thing where it was, that was the only thing I wanted to do, um, you know, and just kind of took off from there. But, you know, you always, you know, probably one of the first things that I learned ever to do was to shoot a basketball, <laughs> you know, <laughs> young, four or five years old. And, um, you know, just because being from the, being from the state of Indiana, that's what, that's what everybody does. And, you know, I remember the posters, the Indiana basketball posters. And I remember watching Damon Bailey play at the, at the RCA Dome in the state state tournament, and I remember going to you know state tournament basketball where there's you know ten thousand, twelve thousand people at games, and you know I remember going I remember going to a a regional, which is the second round of the state tournament in Indiana, and it was at the Coliseum, and there's seven thousand, eight thousand people there. Um, I remember going to those games, and you're there all day long, and I'm nine years old, you know, yeah. watching, you know, not sure what I'm watching, but I, I know that I'm watching something that's important. So, um, you know, so so from a young age, basketball is always really really a big part of my life. Um, but it didn't become, I don't think a focus as far as like, this is what I want to do, um, you know, every day. And this is what I love until probably about eighth grade. Oh, wow. Um, but it was always a big part of my life. So, so being from Indiana, how many times did you guys watch Hoosiers? Uh, I could probably quote the whole thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. you, know, you, know, you gotta, you know, every place that I've been or whatever, it's kind of, you know, everybody's talking about sports movies and stuff and uh you know Hoosiers is you know undoubtedly and unequivocally the uh the, the best sports movie ever made 
Um, and, and I'll argue that until I'm out of breath. So, you know, it, it's a great, great movie. I've actually been to the place. So, uh, you know, the, what it's, what the, um, what the movie's based off of, um, is actually Milan high school. Um, it's Hickory in the movie, but it's Milan high school, I've actually been there to the gym, to the town that it's actually based off of and stuff. And it's a pretty cool little experience. So. That is really cool. That that's pretty, that's pretty cool. That's like some history right there too. I think a lot of people, I mean, I, I agree. It's one of the best sports movies out there. I mean, I do like the Rocky movies though too as well for my sports movie, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a good, it's a good, like, you know, based on a true story. And that's, that's really cool. You got to see it and uh, see what that that gym and everything. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's really cool. They actually do like a all-star game there every year. Um, they started a couple years ago where they, you know, reenact the, the Hickory versus uh, you know, the, the Hickory team or whatever. And, you know, they play the, they play it on the, on the, Myland floor so that's pretty cool but no it's uh you know i'm a little biased obviously but uh but no i i definitely think it's, it's been cool growing up and being able to see that for sure yeah that's really that is really cool um you know and what was your recruiting process like as you started you know playing basketball more and getting more into the game um so my recruiting process was a little a little different. I mean, I, I played before the, you know, before Twitter and Facebook and everything was really, really popular for, you know, recruiting and stuff like that, you know, and, uh, you know, so as a junior in high school, I had a really, you know, I kind of, you know, I was having a really good high school year, had a really good AU year. Um, so I had a lot of division one stuff, um, coming out, um, my junior year, um, you know, I averaged, averaged a lot of points, had a lot of, you know, a lot of, um, positive games in front of, in the front of coaches and, um, you know, was, you know, was getting recruited pretty heavily, um, at the division one level, um, and actually tore my ACL towards the end of my year, um, in, uh, in my junior year, um, uh, just a freak thing. I dove, kind of dove through my knee a little bit and it was just kind of, that was, you know, that was just kind of it. Um, so once that happened, some of the interest started to fall off. I didn't get to play AAU that, that summer. Um, you know, so I was kind of out that entire summer, came back, probably wasn't totally healthy my entire senior year. Um, so the recruiting process was, you know, some NAIA schools and, you know, some division three schools. I had some walk-on opportunities at division one schools. And, um, I decided to go to Anderson university, um, in Indiana, um, play for, you know, Tom Slider, um, who's now at North park university and, and played there and, and, uh, was on a really, really good team there. So, you know, that was, it was a blessing. I got to go, you know, got to win a conference championship there and go to the NCAA tournament, division three NCAA tournament. Um, you know, so I have a ring from that, which is, which is really cool. Um, but hurt my knee hurt my ended up hurting my knee three other times um you know so so it was one of those things where you know the recruiting process kind of kind of uh it was short-lived for me I guess a little bit it's obviously different now seeing it from the opposite side you know seeing it from the coaching side um you know and and obviously the social media side has kind of taken over a little bit of it I I always wondered what what it would have been like had social media been a thing you know because you know, you have a big game now, you know, and it goes on social media right away. And then all of a sudden, you know, three or four coaches are calling you right away because um, yeah. they see you had a big game where then where, you know, back where it were when I played, if you had a big game, it was just in a local newspaper and you were getting a phone call from, you know, your aunt and uncle, uh, you know, so you, <laughs> yeah. you know, it was just a little bit different, but, uh, but no, it was a, it was a frustrating process just from the injury standpoint, obviously, because it went from a lot of phone calls, a lot of people in the gym watching you play to, to, you know, not, not, not having really anybody around for a little while, just trying to see where you were at, you know, physically um, and coming back. Cause ACLs at that point were still, you know, not, not a death sentence necessarily, but we're still, you know, still relatively, uh, relatively new as far as like trying to get people back from them. So. Yeah. That's, that's tough, man. I'm sorry to, 
you know, here that you had those injuries and especially hurt your knee three times, which is, that's crazy. And that's unfortunate yeah. situation, but you know, every, everything happens for a reason, but it's kind of cool that you ended up with an, a team that you won a conference championship. You were still able to go to the NCAA tournament division three. That's, that's still a lot of fun. And, you know, and like you said, the social media is kind of, that's kind of crazy. I know this, I always see it. And like, I think more kids, I see kids with more followers than famous people that are being real high school recruits. It's crazy. Right, right, right. Um, but what was um, what was your decision to get into coaching after you finished? You know, your basketball career was all said and done. Yeah, so it was kind of it was kind of almost forced on me a little bit. You know, I uh, like I said when I got done with my freshman year at Anderson, um, I was coming home for the summer, and it was one of the, it, it was uh, I had hurt my knee at the time, so I was kind of doing some rehab stuff, but. I was coming home for the summer and, you know, my mom kind of said, you know, Hey, you know, think about getting a job for the summer. Um, and so I was like, well, I don't really want to actually work. So I'm going to, you know, get a job, you know, at Spies Fieldhouse in, in Fort Wayne. Um, you know, maybe I'll coach an AAU team or something like that and make some yeah. money and that's what I'll do. And, um, you know, I was given, a, I was afforded a really good opportunity with them where I didn't just coach. I was there every day. Um, they, they let me do a lot of things, help run tournaments, uh, tryouts, club programs, stuff like that. And, you know, and, and help, re, you know, recruit to their teams and, you know, help, you know, do workouts with some of the top players in the state of Indiana, um, you know, that were going like from the top teams. Um, so just get a ton of experience. And as I started doing that, and, you know, and I was rehabbing on the backside thinking, you know, I'm going to go back and play. Mm. And as I started doing that, it was just kind of one of those things where it was like, oh, like I'm really starting to enjoy coaching. Um, you know, and as the summer went on, as I was rehabbing, I actually hurt my knee again. So I was going to have to miss the entire season. Yeah. Um, more than likely. And so I was like, you know, maybe I'll just stick around for a year and, and I'll coach throughout the, throughout the winter time. I'll do the AU thing throughout the winter time and, and then I'll get back and, and I'll go back and I'll play again, you know, as a, you know, a, a junior in college, but, you know, sophomore eligibility wise. And as the summer went on, as the fall went on and, you know, as I started doing workouts with guys, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, doing stuff with, you know, guys like Deshaun Thomas and, and, you know, guy by the name of Donnie Hale that played at Purdue. And, you know, so I'm working, I'm working with these guys and, you know, I'm really enjoying doing the workouts, PJ Thompson, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm loving doing these workouts with these guys. And, and I'm also loving coaching, um, you know, and even younger guys now that I see that are in college, playing, playing in college, um, you know, and they're younger, they're in eighth or ninth grade, and now they're, you know, playing in college, they're playing division one basketball now, you know, and, and I'm working with these guys, I'm really starting to enjoy it. Um, so then it just started to take off. I was like, I want to get into coaching. Well, I, I stuck with the AAU thing for a while while I was still in school. Um, and that's kind of, you know, that's, uh, you know, that's kind of, where it started to really hit me that, you know, maybe college is something that I want to do eventually. Um, but, but while I was in school, I was finishing up school. I, I stuck with the AAU stuff and ran tournaments and club programs and coached teams and, and did workouts with guys. And that's where I really started to fall in love with it. Oh, wow. That's, that's really cool. And that's awesome. Now you got, got right into it on like at a young age and then it just started to develop, develop the love for it. And like, how did you end up decided, you know, how did you end up with your first job at Con- Concordia University um so so you know as I was trying to get into college coaching you know I uh I I wrote I wrote over 500 emails or handwritten letters um to coaches all throughout the country just looking for a job um looking for a GA job looking for a um a volunteer job a video job anything I could really get um you know just trying to get my foot in the door and you know I only heard it back from about a handful of them I actually had uh you know a couple opportunities um given to me you know and taken away you know one one opportunity that was given to me and taken away um another one that was you know i thought that i was going to do but just just didn't really actually work out and um 
Concordia, you know, my, my wife now that, you know, we were, we were dating at the time, one of her best friends was working at the Concordia university, um, was an assistant coach up there and they needed a GA slash assistant coach. Um, you know, either they're, you know, those smaller levels, your GA is usually, you know, double as your, as your, you know, assistant. Um, and he was working up there and said, Hey, you know, we have a GA job up here that's available. Would you be interested? And I said, yeah, um, got a hold of Ricky on and, and Ricky offered me the job. And I said, you know, let's do it. Um, so I actually took that job, um, in, I think it was like April of 2014. Um, and, and I tell you what, Ricky on has become a great friend of mine, a great mentor. Um, you know, it's just an awesome human being, awesome person, awesome coach. Um, you know, and I'm so blessed that he gave me that opportunity. So I actually, um, you know, got my start there while I was actually finishing up school. So I actually, that summer of 2014, I, I graduated in June, um, uh, from IPFW, um, there in Fort Wayne, while I was also helping recruit and coach at Concordia throughout the summer, and then also got married in that that August. So that was a that was an exciting 2014 summer for me. So yeah, that's a, that's a busy but an awesome summer. <laughs> right, right, right. That's crazy. And um, yeah. I read I read in your um, resume too that I, you know, you worked for the Mad Ants. Like you did, you did, you were a trial instructor. So was that still going on where you were coaching as well, or like how yeah. did that work yeah. out? Yeah, so yeah, so every fall they have like a like they do like open tryouts and stuff like that. So I was able to. Um, Steve Gansey, another great mentor for me. Um, you know, he allowed me. He, you know, he afforded me. He's the head coach now. He was an assistant then. He afforded me the opportunity to come in and help out with their with their tryouts and help out with their program and everything like that and um, help evaluate talent that came through. They were trying to bring into training camps and stuff like that and, and played a played a small role in that, very very small role. But it was a great experience for me to be able to be around pros and, and understand, you know, some of these guys, you know, some of these pros' mindsets and. You know, also just a different way to kind of see the game. Those, you know, those guys that are in the NBA and the G League and stuff like that, they see the game just a little bit different too. And, um, you know, at that time I hadn't been around kind of college programs. So being around, you know, some pro programs, being able to see the way that they run workouts, see the way that they, um, you know, view players and, and what's important to them. Everything's just a little bit different, a little bit more efficient. Um, you know, so, so that was a great experience for me as well and something that I, you know, I definitely draw off of now. That's really cool. And did you meet any NBA players or like talk to guys and kind of see like, you know, you said you see, they see the game a little differently. Like, did you end up like talking to any of those guys? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, over the course of the years, definitely I have um, for sure, you know, been able to work with some guys. But, um, you know, Ron Howard, you know, that played for the Mad Ants, he was he was already on the Mad Ants roster. Um, but just being around him because he was around the workouts and everything like that, just being around him and just seeing the way that he worked and seeing the way he saw the game. Um, you know, one year that I was there, Will Frisbee um, was a, came to the tryouts and actually made the team and played for their Mad Ants probably for three or four years, maybe even five, um, won a championship with them. But seeing the way that he kind of went about it, the way that he was um, doing things, just the way that they, they approached the game, you know, they approached their workouts, everything's very efficient, um, no wasted movements, no wasted breaths. You know, it's, it's, it's you know, being uh, being a professional in, in every in every degree. So I think that that was – something that uh something i learned a little bit from and you know it was like i said a great opportunity for me that is really cool that's awesome and <clears throat> after you know and after concordia like you ended up at cleveland state correct no i went to richmond so so oh, my, yeah. my coaching yeah yeah so i uh i uh one of the letters that i actually wrote i wrote to the university of richmond looking for a job they didn't have anything and they actually called me up in mid-august um and just said to me hey um we have a video coordinator job open. It's a, it's a volunteer job. Would you be interested? I said, absolutely. Um, I got in my car, you know, and drove through, drove 
I, I, my, my wife would tell me, would tell me the exact amount of time. I can't really remember. I think it was close to 10 hours and drove it, drove to Richmond and, and met them and, um, you know, kind of walked through the process and told, showed them how, how interested I was and, and they gave me the job. And I actually moved down the first part of September, early September. Um, I moved down and my wife actually stayed in Ann Arbor. So we were married for about a month and then we were separated by 10 hours for um, about three months uh, or two months anyway. Um, but I took that job as a, as a volunteer video coordinator. Um, you know, my office was in a shoe closet and I was, um, you know, there, there 12, 14 hours a day. And, and um, you know, but it, it was an awesome experience working with Coach Mooney. Um, one of my biggest mentors, Kim Lewis, I'm, I was an assistant there and, um, you know, he's been like a father figure to me. Um, and I couldn't be more blessed to have Kim, uh, been able to have met Kim and, and, and coach Mooney and coach Jones and, and work with all those guys, coach Jamal Brunt at the VCU. Now he was there, learned a ton from him. Um, you know, so being able to learn from, from those guys and still have relationships with those guys, I think is huge. And, and, and just a blessing that I had there. And, um, you know, that kind of led me to my next job. You know, I was there and, and coach Mooney, um, knew that I wanted to move up in the coaching ranks and, and he made a phone call for me to the American university of coach Mike Brennan, um, who had an ops job open and, and I drove up to DC and interviewed there and got that job and, um, you know, worked with, worked, worked for, worked for coach Brennan, who is, you know, just awesome. Um, just loved working for, loved working for him, loved being around him. Um, just a great, great mind for the game, great mind for development of players. One of the, one of the best that I've been around. Um, and then worked with Matt Wolf and Scott Greenman and Eddie Jackson, three great, great people, great coaches, um, guys that I still, you know, talk to quite a bit and, um, you know, can call them friends for sure. And then went on to Cleveland State and worked with a great staff there. Um, you know, was able to get a little bit closer to home, a um, little bit bigger league, um, you know, and I think that was a big thing was, was being able to be back at, back close to home, see family a little bit, but also, um, you know, all the, all the contacts that I made throughout the, you know, throughout, you know, my time, they were able to come to games and I was able to see them and kind of rekindle those, those, uh, those friendships and those relationships that I had and, and, you know, and had a great time in Cleveland and then, um, you know, then had this opportunity down here at Lamar and, and working for coach price and, you know, and so in the way that I got that job is, is you know, Kim Lewis and, and, and is very, very close with coach price. And he had the ops job open down here. And it was one of those things where it was just, you know, Coach Price has such a great reputation. Um, I wanted to work for somebody with such a such an amazing reputation. It was kind of a kind of a no brainer in that regard of you know coming down here and and getting a little bit different of a of an area to um, network in as well. Um, you know, kind of being um, in the Midwest. You know, I had Midwest contacts. Being on the East Coast, I had some prep school contacts. I went on two foreign tours, so I had a little bit of international contacts. I didn't really understand the South or understand you know anything down here, so being able to come down here and live down here and work with, you know, not only do I work, you know, coach price is, is the best, but I work with three really, really good assistant coaches, three guys that, you know, not only are, you know, not only are good assistant coaches, but they're humble people and they're good friends. And, um, you know, I, I look forward to going to work every day um, here because of the, you know, the, those guys that I work with. And um, so, you know, that's kind of my coaching journey. And then obviously, you know, all the players and everything like that, but, you know, so it's been a, it's been a lot of cities. It's been a lot of, a lot of, different uh been a lot of different opportunities over the years but they've all been very very positive i've been very happy to to be around them so yeah that's that's amazing like how it's it's just amazing and i'm making the assumption just from like you know when i was reading about your resume and everything that you're a young you're probably around the same age as me right you're 32 yeah i'm 29 29 29, so you're younger than me so which it's it's crazy that you're at such a young age and 
you know, at your life and you made all these connections have done all this stuff. Um, and you're already a division one level coach and working as a basketball operations guy. It's that's absolutely just amazing. And like it, it you were, it sounds like you work your butt off to get to where you need to be. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, the hardest thing I think that I've had to learn is, is that, uh, you know, you don't want to be in the apps role forever if you want to be a coach, you know? And so for me, it's, you know, it's doing the, you know, focusing on the job at hand um, and being really, really good in the role that I'm in um, and just trying to work as hard as I possibly can in the role that I'm in. And, and I hope that I, that I, that I'm still doing that um, every day, but I got to also focus on, you know, the fact that I do want to be an assistant coach. I do want to be a head coach someday and um, you know, still positioning yourself for all that. Um, so, you know, it, it's, it's been, you know, you know, it is a pro it is a process. It is a, you know, it's been a blessing though, um, to be able to work for so many quality people, you know, and one thing I tell guys all the time is, is that, you know, the relationships that you build in this business are, are, are more important than anything, um, you know, good and bad, you know, you, you have, uh, you know, you try to build as many, um, good lasting relationships, positive relationships work for work for and with great people. Um, and every once in a while, you're going to, you're going to run into one, you know, that maybe that you don't work, you know, that you and I, you and him don't see eye to eye to eye or something like that. Um, or, you, you know, you just get in a bad situation, you know, but luckily I've been in some good situations and, um, have been around good people. And, and, and at the end of the day, if you work really, really hard for, for really good people, everything will, everything will work out. Um, and you know, that's kind of where I'm at right now is I'm working for, I'm working for a really, really good man and I'm working with some really good people and just trying to work as hard as I possibly can and do as good of a job as I possibly can. And, um, at the end of the day, trust that uh, everything will work out uh, the way that's supposed to. Oh yeah, definitely. And it sounds like you have made a ton of connections. And like you said, I think as well in this business is that you guys are in, I think it's all about connections and you could end up linking back with a coach that you've worked with before in the past. You never know. Well, it's not just about the connections. I don't think as much as, it's, um, yeah. I don't think it's as much about the connections as it is as much as it is about, you know, uh, keeping those connections, you know, you know, fresh and being genuine with them. You know, yeah. it's, you know, it, people will say, you know, Hey, I go to the final four and there's a thousand people and they have the fake handshake and stuff. And, you know, I've, I've probably been guilty of that um, at times, but you know, you have your, you know, you have your circle of people and, and make sure that, you know, that, that your circle of people that is genuine, that you're checking up on them every day. And um, not every, I mean, not every day, but, you know, checking up on them all, all the time. You know, I have, I have guys in the business, Jared check, um, comes to mind. He's one of the guys, first guys I ever met in this. He's an assistant at Columbia University, and he's one of the first guys I ever met in this business. And we talk twice a week. Um, you know, just it doesn't have to be about uh, about basketball. It doesn't have to be about anything. It just can just be, hey, how's your wife doing? How are you doing? Um, you know, just just generally caring about each other. And you know, that's those are the relationships that that, that you really want to build. And those are the ones that I've been blessed to be able to to build. You know, I can I can text Coach Mooney tomorrow. Coach Hope Hall as well with you and your wife and the kids and everything like that. And he'll text me back and ask how my wife's doing. Um, it doesn't have to be about basketball. It doesn't have to be about anything like that. You know, I can, you know, Kim Lewis, like I said earlier, you know, Kim and I talk three, four times a week. And, you know, for, for 30 seconds, it's about basketball. And the rest of it's just about family and life and, and learning. Um, you know, so I think that those, those relationships, I think, and, the, and those, you know, those connections, um, are probably more important than the ones that, you know, than the ones that you think are just basketball specific, because at the end of the day, um, you know, when you are trying to move up in this business, they're going to take care of the people that they care about the most, um, you know, and the people that they genuinely care about. So having those genuine relationships, I think are, are, are very, very important. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. And that sounds like more than, you know, just 
basketball relate like you said they're not just basketball relationships it sounds like they're you know friendships too because if you're able just to text them and talk exactly. to them, that's that's the most important thing too i think making those friends along the way and it's that's that's awesome that you're able to meet these people and have have those have those friendships um and what and like as a role of director of operations of basketball like what what does that role entail um i always joke with people that it's uh I always joke with people. It's it's everything that nobody wants to do, um, <laughs> you know. So I always joke with them. But no, it's uh, you know, it's different everywhere I've been. To be honest with you, you know, a little bit, you know, you just have your hands in on on literally everything, um, you know. So team travel, um, so any, anything they're on the road. So you know, you're talking about uh, you're talking about flights, buses, hotels, food, you know, and uh, shoot around times, practice times, you know, just basically making sure everything goes in a straight line. Um, so everybody else can kind of just focus on playing basketball um, and, and getting a win and kind of doing that stuff. So, um, you know, you got that, you, you know, a lot of places you run the budget, um, you know, you run the budget for the entire program, gear orders, um, you know, just, just literally just, you know, different things around the facility, um, scheduling, you know, class schedules, you know, literally, you know, everything that's, that's not seen, you know, you, you turn the game on at two o'clock on, on CBS and you watch the game, you know, you don't realize, you don't realize that people had to, you don't, re, you don't realize the people that, you know, they had to get there. Um, you know, so how, how you got them there or whatever, you know, yeah. that that's, that's my job, <laughs> you know, getting them on the bus, getting them out of the hotel, getting them in the arena, you know, all you see is the product on the, on the TV of them playing. Yeah. Um, you know, so everything behind the scenes is kind of what I take care of there. And then, you know, my biggest, my biggest thing is, is my, my goal is, is, uh, you know, take as much off the plate of the coaches as I possibly can, um, you know, so the way they can focus on scouting, recruiting and, and coaching. Um, and if I can do if I can do all of that, I, you know, then, you know, if I can take as much off their plate as possible, then, then that's what, you know, that's what I want to do. Yeah, that that's awesome. I mean, it's it sounds like it's a, a great experience. I mean, like you said, it sounds like it's the stuff that people don't see and don't realize that you're doing like, you know, how they get to the location and booking the hotel, but it's a, it sounds like a pretty cool opportunity. It sounds almost like, it's almost like an AD job in a sense of like, make sure. Um, it is, it is. It's yeah. very much, it's very much a, it's very much an administrative job. Um, yeah. You know, it, it's, this sounds negative, but um, you know, it, it's a, it's a glorified secretary job to a degree, um, <laughs> you know, and, 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 and that's okay. You know, yeah. you know, you need that. And like I said, you know, it's, you know, it's changing the ink cartridges. It's, uh, you know, ordering supplies for the office that we you know, it's, it's stuff like that. It's, um, you know, the coach, you know, coach needs a coach needs a, you know, something needs a soda or something like that, you know, running, grab him a soda real quick, you know, or going in, going and grabbing lunch real quick. So that way the coaches can, you know, they can meet on, they can meet on the scout, the two scout coaches. So they don't have to leave the office and you can bring, you know, just little things that you can do for them that, you know, kind of, you know, help your pro help your program run, help you win games on the backside where people don't really see it. Yeah, no, you're a vital part of that team, uh, and you know, helping those coaches out and being a vital part of that team winning, and you know, at your, every every part of that team whatsoever. Right. Yeah. Um. And how is your? You know, how is your? I know we spoke a little bit beforehand, but like, how is your season going with you guys? Like, you know, with Lamar so far. Uh, it's going well. It's going well. You know, we're five. We're sitting here. We're five and four right now. And- um, you know, I had a tough road trip. Um, a couple weeks ago, we, we spent, we spent seven days on the road, went to three different time zones, um, played Kentucky, played UAB, uh, played Utah Valley and, you know, got out, got out of there one and two, you know, obviously you want to come out of there three and oh, and you know, had, had a really good opportunity to come out two and one, but, um, 
you know, and then last night, obviously, we beat Rice um, at home. So we have, you know, like I said, a couple more non-conference games to get ready for the conference season and, and really hit, let, the, let the rubber hit the road and, and get going and, and see if we can't uh, see if we can't make the NCAA tournament, which is our ultimate goal. So. Yeah, I hope you guys do. I mean, I think it seems like you guys have a pretty good, you know, pretty good team. Just you had a little bit of a rough stint. I mean, obviously playing Kentucky is no, no easy feat in itself to play against. Right, team. right, right. Those guys are, those guys are pretty, pretty good. Those guys yeah. are pretty good. Yeah, I can imagine the seat playing against those guys. And then you have a game coming up this Wednesday against Southern University. Um, yeah, Southern University of New Orleans, you know, which, which you know, supplies a, uh, you know, a good challenge for us. So, so, but again, it's a home game, um, you know, and so, like I said, we want to, we want to go undefeated at home, you know, and nobody comes into our place and kind of, um, so hopefully we can, we can do that and take care of that, take care of business at home on Wednesday. And then we go to TCU on Saturday and, um, you know, so we'll see how all that goes. Oh yeah, definitely. I'll be watching. I gotta get a, uh, I gotta be, I'm a big Lamar fan now because you came onto my, my show and I'm going oh, to, well, we, 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 we appreciate that for sure. Yeah. I'm gonna have to buy some gear and wrap it out here in Rhode Island. <laughs> there, you go. there you go. Yeah. Make sure it's a sweatshirt up there though. Down here, we don't have to wear those, but up there it might be a sweatshirt. It gets a little cold. So. Oh yeah, I know. Our weather's a little, it's a little crazy here. <laughs> it's a little different yeah just a little bit our weather right now is like it's 30 degrees today and then tomorrow right. it's going to be 60 degrees it doesn't make sense this right. is why everyone right. we hit eight we hit 80 on saturday i think it was saturday or friday we hit 80 here so oh it's uh it, it's, it's not too bad oh wow. that's no that's not too bad at all you want to switch <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah being an indiana kid i appreciate the uh i appreciate the warm weather yeah oh yeah, yeah. It's, always, it's always nice you can wear like shorts <laughs> every day right, right. um and uh, just a, you know, a quick off-topic question. Are you guys, are you close to Dallas? We are. We're about four and a half hours away from Dallas. I guess, you know, relative Texas is a huge state. But, yeah, we're about, uh, we're about four and a half hours away from Dallas. That's actually where we're heading on Saturday, Dallas-Fort Worth area. It's about four and a half hours, four and a half, five hours. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm actually coming yeah. down there. So, I, mean, I was trying to figure out maybe try to catch a game. I'm out there yeah. so to figure it out. Um, um, yeah, we're about an hour. We're about an hour and fifteen minutes southeast of Houston. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'll yeah. Have to figure something out. I'll let you know because um, yeah, I'm going down there to meet up with some other basketballers, some other people that come on the podcast. But yeah, it'd be cool to good. Kind of catch well, you. Well, good. If you do, please, please do let us know, and we'll get you. We'll get you over here for sure. Oh, I appreciate that. I mean, that means a lot. Awesome. Coach, I appreciate your time and everything, and sorry again for a little bit for the delay on my end. Um, but I appreciate oh, no I appreciate your time and coming on and talking about your career. Um, I'm excited for you. It sounds like you have a, a really great career ahead of you. Um, you're, you're young, and it sounds like you got a lot a lot of great things going for you. Right. Well, I appreciate that, and you know, like I said, I, anything I can do to help support you guys, that's great. You know, I'll help you know help uh, promote your promote your product however I can I think you're doing a great job great things I know Rico Marrero is a, is a good good friend of mine um, oh yeah you had him on at one point and so Rico I used to drive back to drive back and forth from home when he played for speed so Rico's a Rico Rico means the world to me um, and so I, I, I loved his I loved his uh, thing with you so um, like I said anything I can do to help you out please let me know and, and, uh, and I'll be doing it in a heartbeat I appreciate it yeah did you uh did you guys grow up play basketball together or like how do you know Rico no, so Rico was part Rico was part of our program uh when I worked at speed so Rico was uh Rico was one of our players so I used to he used to, he used to come for the weekends and I would uh drive him back and forth to Gary uh, oh, wow. back home and then back to our practices and stuff so that's really cool yeah I'm, I'm him and I are really close now we um we we talk just about about 
on a weekly basis just to catch up with each other, see how the other one's doing. He's he's top notch guy, one of the nicest guys I've ever met. Yeah, no, he's salt to the earth. I talk to him quite a bit too, but he's you know he's one of my favorite kids I ever coach, ever been around. He's going to be very very successful in whatever he does for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, he's doing. He's having some great success with his podcast. I know he's out in that, uh, Massachusetts yeah. right now. I actually, so. have his have his podcast T-shirt I wore the other day, so <laughs> I'm a big supporter of his. So. Oh, nice. Same here. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, maybe we'll all all three of us have to do something together. <laughs> Absolutely. That oh, that'd be great. That'd actually be really fun. Yeah, me and I could talk about the about the drives up to Gary, Indiana. Yeah, I would love to hear some yeah. stories from you guys together. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. I'm not sure that he probably even remembers him. He was asleep most of the time. So. <laughs> that's good. That's good. No, that's awesome. Well, well, Coach, I, I appreciate your time, and uh, we'll definitely be in touch for sure. Awesome. Sounds great. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Have a great day.